One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums, your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back. No questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code unfiltered for 15% off. But it's it's talking about how do we redefine this term selfishness and where has it come from and how can we embrace that to understand that loving ourselves and putting ourselves first is actually not selfish, it's selfful. Hey guys, it is Monday and welcome to the CatNet Unfiltered podcast and this it's a special podcast because Nat and I started The Common Parent way back when, because when we had teenagers, we felt way over our head and like no one was talking about it. Toddlers and the younger ones, everyone had all the conversations and there was books. So The Common Parent is a community that we created for members where they can go and listen to amazing experts. Now, because we love our community so much, we wanted to bring over some of the experts so you could hear little snippets of them. We bring you one a Monday. If you're in the membership, you know that you get full access to them and you have a whole bunch of library in there. So if you're new here, 
go check out thecommonparent.com. And if you're not, you're going to take a listen to some of the experts that join us. Um, really, it is about taking tools for your toolbox, quick hits, because a lot of us don't have time for a lot of books. And all the experts are so amazing that learning something that's actionable that day is like, ah, the best. So uh, this Monday, we hope you enjoy our expert and just sit back. Uh, We know it can be overwhelming. We know it can feel like a lot, but with the experts and the community and us, we all can do this together. Take a listen um, to our next expert right after this break. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been following us, you know we are last minute planners when it comes to summer, except for this year. We even have one of our kids going to overnight camp for a month, a whole month. We're super excited for them, but we are getting anxious about not seeing them for that long. How will they cope? Will they make friends? Will they be homesick? We all have our own unique set of stressors varying in size and significance, yet when we hold on to them, they can gradually take a toll on our well-being. Fortunately, therapy provides a safe space where you can get things off your chest and find effective strategies to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy offers a place to discover strategies for stress reduction and balance in your life, helping you face life's challenges with new strength. Like when your tween goes to overnight camp for a month and you're trying to put on a brave face. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed for convenience, flexibility, and tailored to fit your schedule. Simply complete a short questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist, knowing you can switch therapists anytime at no extra cost. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash cat and nat today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash cat and nat. 
welcome to this amazing group. This is a group of moms who, you know, what we have fit. Well, let, let's first introduce Miss, well, Dr. Natasha Williams, uh, a fellow Ontario Trontonian from our from our city, which is so exciting to have you here. Uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about what you do day to day? I'm oh, fascinated by it and I love it. So, oh my gosh, you tell us. First of all, thank you so much for having me on this platform. And yes, from one fellow Torontonian to another, it's it's amazing. So thank you so much for having me. So live and work in Toronto. I am a clinical psychologist. I've been a psychologist now for over 15 years. We have a clinic here in Toronto called Allied Psychological Services. So it's myself, two other psychologists. We have the clinic, Young and Eglinton area for people that are right, for people that are, are in the area. And we have a team of psychologists, psychotherapists, social workers, and work with a variety of individuals. Um, we work with a multi-ethnic, multi-racial, socioeconomic class, and we work with, with people that have issues such as depression, anxiety, trauma, race-based trauma, because that's also been very huge as well, anti-oppression, anti-Black racism. From We talk about the forensic area in terms of people that have been in conflict with the law. So we have a broad reach in terms of the types of issues and the types of people that we see. Now, that's just our clinical side. So we do, do a... Do you guys do virtual? Because that will be a huge yes, question. Okay. Absolutely. We, the, right now, the majority... We were actually doing virtual before we actually actually needed it. We had that platform and we've just expanded it. So everyone in our clinic has the capacity to work with individuals on a virtual level. Now it's in the province of Ontario. So that's yes. the other thing as well, because yeah. we're registered, you know, as registered clinicians, we are only able to do our clinical work um, in the province of Ontario, but that's just the clinical side of yes. it. So I do assessment, psychotherapy. I do clinical supervision as well. So I'll supervise a junior therapist or a therapist that are registering for the college. And, and those kinds of things. Um, I'm also a keynote speaker. So I've been doing a lot of keynote speaking in a variety of areas. And I know we're going to be talking about some of that as well in terms of embracing selfishness, reclaiming your superwoman, as well talking about um, clinical implications and uh, cultural implications and psychological practice. So we also, I also talk about how at times psychology is not fair per se to multi-ethnic, multi-racial individuals and how we have to look at the practice differently so that our reach is broad, but we're also not pathologizing cultural behaviors or norms or those kinds of things. So my research is in that as well. And I actually do a lot of speaking and training of other healthcare professionals in this area as well. So sounds I'll, like you have so much time on your hands. I don't no, even know how like, not even close. I was joking. I was like I was like, I'm tired. I need right. a you are so um you've written two books too. Yes, yes. So I've been I'm part of a book called Carpe Diem, which is basically seize the day. So there's yes. 24 of us women that have contributed to this anthology in regards to how we've overcome different adversities and then been able to sort of pivot and seize the day. So that was the first book I was in. My second book is my uh, ebook, which which was my baby, which I love, which is called Embracing Selfishness. It's not what you think. And I know we'll definitely talk more about that as well. But 
but it's it's talking about how do we redefine this term selfishness and where has it come from and how can we embrace that to understand that loving ourselves and putting ourselves first is actually not selfish, it's selfful, and it's actually helpful to actually living the life that we want to live, but more importantly, being able to understand that once we put ourselves first, then we are able to actually be of, of service to others if we so choose as well. This, I mean, so for some background, we did a, a Facebook Live where we asked people, you know, two things. Like one, what, who, who's your biggest critic and what's standing in your way of kind of every day? And I know you can guess which, what everybody, every woman said right. was themselves. And then I, then when we began to have conversations that were a lot more honest and, and you know, deep, a lot of people said, you know, they go to bed guilty every night. And they go, they beat themselves up all day. And, you know, even I think all of us find we feel guilty for maybe not entertaining them all day, you know, and being there for them all day. So for, for, for these people, I mean, does selfishness and guilt go hand in hand? Do you think? Yeah, you know what? A lot of times it does because we actually have a very interesting way that we see selfishness because if we look at the actual definition of the term, we believe that selfishness means that we have to neglect others, that we're not only putting ourselves first, but it's to the detriment of other people. So if we end up embracing that, it means that we are not uh, to the service of our children or to the service of our mm-hmm. partner or anything else. So God forbid. And what that does as well is if we have this mindset in regards to how we define ourselves as women or how society believes we need to define ourselves as women, that mindset is contradictory. So we can't be selfish because then it contradicts what we're supposed to be as women in terms of this serving, all loving, kind, yes, but also so self-sacrificing. So a lot of times that, that, that rhetoric that we have as women is to be the proper social woman that we need to be, you need to put yourself last. Everybody else has to be in front of you. And what that does is it it feeds the societal message that we have in terms of whom we're supposed to be as women. So radical. That's why men don't have this. Because Thank you. That's it. Just like this. Like, Th- that's oh it. my God. It's not that they're born differently. It's just we've constructed societal norms. Yes. So what we have to do when we talk about embracing selfishness and self-care, it has to go beyond just the behaviors. So a lot of times what we talk about is, okay, self-care, go get a pedicure, go get a manicure. Go grocery shopping. Yes, exactly. Leave the house for, yeah, exactly. Go, you know, go do this for a little bit. But then what happens is, is that you come back into the same environment and you end up being riddled with guilt. So those behaviors end up being temporary fixes and things that we usually do when we hit rock bottom, where we feel like we're just absolutely eroded. And it's like, okay, I need to take this time for myself for a second and then come back. Self-care and selfishness needs to come from a mindset first and then everything follows. So then when you're able to engage in those activities, which again are not wrong in terms of, you know, manicures, pedicures, and those kinds of things, for example, it comes from a place of being self-full and making sure that your cup is full first before you can go and do all of those behaviors and not feel guilty because of it. 
And that's another thing I think that people do when they go to do those acts of self-care is they come back, they feel guilty and they apologize for it, which like continues the cycle of I shouldn't I shouldn't have time for myself because um, because I'm a mom and because I'm a woman, because I need to be here and I need to do all these things. But the right. other people in your household you're apologizing to, it's the same thing over and over. Right. Oh, man. Right. Absolutely. And so that's what we're setting. Yeah. I, I'm assuming when you apologize, you're now telling your children who you're trying to raise to tell them that doing these things is, and your sons as well, and your daughters, mm-hmm. that you should not do these things when you grow up and become a mom because it's bad because now I've apologized for going out for dinner. Oh, this is right. So what happens is this is now generational. We yeah. now we now continue to condition ourselves and particularly as women to believe that this is actually not the way a woman is supposed to function. The definition of a woman is supposed to be sacrifice. And the thing is, again, I am not a person that is all absolutes. I know that, you know, there's a, there's a, there's things that we have to sometimes sacrifice or, or compromise and those kinds of things. And that's not necessarily the issue, but it's when our womanhood is tied to that. And that's where the, that's where the issue lies. So that's where we have to look at, you know, again, mindset and being able to change the foundation of what is going on so that we can truly embrace taking care of ourselves. And I'm assuming when you let that go with the mindset, you can truly take care of yourself to make your, it's not a temporary fix. It's like a, it's a, it's like a soul fix because you're, you're actually filling your cup. You're not putting a bandaid on it. Right. And it's something that you have to continue to work on because it's also, you know, again, a lot of the societal messages that we're receiving is this is actually not the way you're actually supposed to be the sacrificial lamb. You're not supposed to be worrying about yourself first. You're supposed to. So what happens, you get messages that contraindicate those things. So it's not about a one-time fix or a one-time behavior. It's something. And it's, and the thing is what I teach I also practice. So it's not about, you know, oh, I read this in a book or, you know, I trained, you know, how many years as a psychologist. It is part of um, sort of research and, and clinical research and information, but I need to practice it as well so that I'm not just, you know, just giving rhetoric. So it's a journey that you have to continuous, continuously do. How? how like, what does that do look like? Change yeah. that mindset. Like, cause I'm, I'm sure so many women that women that are listening are like, I am the opposite of practicing, um, self-care and self-love. And I feel, in, I don't feel confident in where I'm at. And I want to change my mind to be like you, how you are. What do I need to do to get there? And what is self-care and self-love? Like, I don't even know if I, people ask us all the time and I'm like, I, people always ask us in interviews, do you guys, t- do you guys do self-care? And we're like, I, I, don't, I don't really, really know, know what that means. I, cause no, I don't do yoga if that's what that is. <laughs> you know? Well, here's the thing. I think for myself, where a lot of this has come from has been my own personal experience as well. So I've had personal experience in regards to putting myself last, being in a marriage where I actually, you know, was putting myself last, uh, taking care of everybody else and still having, you know, a husband that went out and cheated on me and I had to go get a divorce and all of that, all of that kind of stuff. That's, that's, a, that's a whole other backstory as well. And I'm very open about that as well, you know, as well in terms of what has, what had happened to me, but in the midst of 
uh, going through um, infidelity, infertility, all of these kinds of things, and finding out that, you know, what my husband had done, I had to take a step back. And in that step back, I had to say, is this what my life is worth at this point in time? And that was the starting point in terms of changing of mindset, because I knew I wasn't living the life that I wanted to live. So what I had to understand for myself, the the changing of mindset uh, is the First point is is about comfortable being uncomfortable because a lot of times in our comfort, in our day-to-day comfort and saying, you know, I don't know, I feel guilty, all of those kinds of things, we end up going back to same behaviors. To change mindset literally means is to get into that place of discomfort, understanding that you're creating new boundaries for yourself. Creation of those new boundaries, for example, we have to understand it's not just about I'm going to do yoga for five minutes, but it's also understanding that there may be individuals or people that may not be in tune with that new boundary and will try to push against that boundary to get you back to your old, to your old self, which was of service to them. Not like, a, like a partner, like a husband. Right. So if you're, you're putting in these new behaviors, for example, or these new boundaries, what happens is, is that we can't just set them and then not understand whom is going to be there to try to, to break them or to, to manipulate them. Because once you set new boundaries, you're increasing your comfort. Other people's discomfort is becoming raised. Mm-hmm. So what ends up happening is, is that how do I get so-and-so and such-and-such and such back to the person that I loved or the person that you know I, 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 I need them to be? But it's because they were comfortable when you were uncomfortable. They were, yeah. So the all of that change ends up just causing and stirring their discomfort. So what they may do is become a little more passive aggressive. Oh, you're not the same as you used to be. Um, you know, you don't do things as the way that you did them before. You know, I, I love the way that you did. And I'm like, well, hi. This was what this is what was happening to me. I was literally deteriorating. I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't eating. I wasn't doing any of this stuff. I am now aiming to be a healthier version of myself. You can choose to be on board and work with me, or we may have to really start to look at this relationship. What if it's a partner? I, I would say the same thing because the thing is, if they're your partner, they also will recognize that selfishness in terms of to the detriment of others does not work in a partner relationship. So it's being able to communicate to your partner to say, this is how I've been feeling. This is, I actually want to change some of the ways that I've been okay. doing things because. I am not, I am deteriorating as a result of this. So it's in that communication with the partner to have the partner on board. Selfishness cannot thrive in a healthy relationship. Okay. So when I say selfishness, it's selfishness to the detriment of others. If I'm just all into myself and say, well, she's saying this, but I don't care. Right you're going to start having issues in the relationship. And I'm not here to be a proponent of divorce and all of that kind of stuff. No, no, I'm no. here talking about healthy communication, healthy relationships, mm-hmm. healthy boundaries to the point where, you know, it, it, it's, it's a symbiotic relationship versus saying that it ends up being increasingly negative and increasingly toxic. If you are ingesting all of this toxicity for the sake of the relationship, 
the one, only person that's deteriorating is you. And you're not going to be, it's not going to be fair to you. It's not going to be fair to your partner. It's not going to be fair to your children when you are empty. And it makes I, I, I think a lot of women come with resentment towards relation. You know, you begin to get um, like a martyr almost because yes. you're so frustrated. But I guess the first step would be to, to find out what you need. Because I think a yes. lot of people are like, I don't even know where, how do I know what I need? Thank you. So that's, it's the step back to actually sit and say, what is it that I really need? What is it that I've been neglecting? And being able to sort of sit with that first and foremost, because again, it's hard to put uh, uh, something into action when you don't even know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So it's really taking a step back and saying, you know, what is it that I need? What is it that I've been neglecting? What are some of the things that, um, I've been pushing aside or setting aside, um, you know, is it that, listen, I understand that I'm a full-time mom. My life is full. I understand that, but I also have a partner here. So am I, am I sometimes taking on way too much and not allowing my partner as an example to be part of all of this as well, where I think I got to shoulder all of this and, you know, my children are going to die if I don't do ABC, but your partner has been sitting willing, able, and wanting to be engaged in all of this. We have, we have learned so much just exactly on that topic where when we were, when we were, you know, younger moms and our kids were little, we'd actually didn't think that he could do it. um, if we didn't do it, it had to be the way we did it. And it was so overwhelming. And I mean, I look back on those days and it was just so hectic all the time because there was so much on our shoulders because of our jobs. We were able to to like force, force ourselves to step away and give some of the reins over to them and who knew they actually were capable all those years we wasted like a decade doing it all ourselves but we're trained and we're trained to do that like that's the other thing as women it's almost like you know we are socially trained to say no you need to take all of that on your shoulders meanwhile your partner is there saying hi honey i am here we are doing this together why are you doing this on? So first of all, it's to understand what you need. That's going to be the first place in regards to mindset. And the second piece to be very honest is how do you train your mind on a daily basis? Right. Yes. Yes. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. We hope you um, truly enjoyed listening to that expert because that's what it's all about is bringing you guys information quickly and easily so you don't feel overwhelmed because, gosh, this parenting journey can feel so lonely and so overwhelming. If you are interested in knowing more about The Common Parent, head to thecommonparent.com. It is just full of amazing, useful, easy information to make you feel a little bit more in control and actually help your relationship with your teen or tween. And to be honest with you, it goes across like all of our relationships because relationships are relationships are relationships. And couldn't we all use a little little bit of help in that area? Um, We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Make sure you go to thecommonparent.com. And again, thank you guys for joining us. Um, Wherever you may be, we hope you have a beautiful, wonderful day or night. 